Hi, and welcome to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving, a podcast series by Tharaka Foundation focused on youth mental health. Before we begin today's episode, I just wanted to let you all know that all content that is found in our podcast is created for informational purposes only. This content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, treatment, or therapy. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition, and never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard in this podcast. Thank you so much, and without further ado, let's get started. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of our series on biculturalism from Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving. It is Poonam here with a very special guest today. Today, we are going to talk about raising kids in the United States when their parents and kids are not born in the U.S. I would like to welcome Valeria. Valeria, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm looking forward to talk to you. Before I ask you a few questions, please introduce yourself and tell us where you're born and raised and what are you doing currently? Hi, Poonam, and hello, everyone. It's my total pleasure to be here with all of you. Uh, I'm Valeria Kanzuba. Uh, I was born back in Eastern Europe in Ukraine. That's where I grew up. Uh, And a little bit over seven years ago, I have immigrated to the United States together with my family, uh, my husband and four kids, uh, which was an adventure in its own. And the last seven years have been really interesting. Right now, I'm working at Cisco. Uh, I'm leading the design thinking program for security business group. So I am redesigning my whole life with my family, my professional life, my personal life in this new country. I'm happy to share as much as I can. Thank you, Valeria. So what was your experience coming from another country to the U.S.? Did you find any differences in two countries' cultures? Oh, boy. Yeah, I keep saying these are like two different universes, probably. Um, it's it's a huge difference in all aspects, uh, in terms of culture, in terms of language, in terms of food you eat, in terms of the air you breathe, uh, in terms of um, habits and behaviors that are that you encounter here in this new country. It's, it's absolutely a flip in your life. Um, not an easy one, just because you have to adjust and there are so many changes happening as you go. So definitely, um, definitely a huge change for sure. You mentioned you are a mother of four kids. That's awesome to know. So did they feel any differences in two countries' cultures? And did they complain to you or did they feel happy about it? Um, they for sure felt the difference. It, it really depends a lot on the kids' personality. Uh, between all my four kids, I'm sure as in any other family with other kids, they're all so, so different. My older daughter, for example, she's not very social person. That's how she has always been. She has always been very comfortable with herself and with things that she's doing. So we moved when she was uh, in her sixth grade, like ending the sixth grade. And 
um, it didn't feel like a huge um, challenge for her in terms of change because she had some friends back there. But for her, she was extremely, she knew what she wants to do. She had her passion and that was around dance. And the only thing she wanted to make sure that happens is that she can continue doing her dance, which was actually a pretty challenge because um, my my kids are in ballroom dancing and this is a traditional sport back in Eastern Europe and especially in countries like Ukraine and Russia, but it's not a traditional sport in the United States. So you don't have a lot of teams here. You don't have a lot of schools here. Uh, it's not that popular. While back, back in our country, like pretty much every school would have a ballroom class in the after-school program. So it was a no-brainer for them to do that sport. But she loved it so much that she wanted to continue doing that. And that was a big challenge for us to to help her stay in that sport. And that's what helped her, I think, through the immigration process and all this transition process that she was able to continue doing what, what she loved to do and what she wanted to do. Um, overall, I think, because uh, my, my, my second daughter, she was also attending those classes. And when we came, she continued uh, her dancing career for a few years until she actually found what she really wants to do. But in any case, I think having sport or like some kind of a hobby was that anchor probably for them to help with the transition overall. So for her, for my older daughter, as long as she ha- could have her dance, she was okay. But my second daughter, um, she was eight, nine when we came. So for her, that was a much bigger challenge because, because she's extremely social. She had so many friends back there. And when we moved, she didn't know language. She didn't have other friends here. It was really hard for her to adjust. And I remember them crying, like crying and asking, oh, where is my room with my toys? Although we brought some toys here, but you cannot bring everything. So it was definitely emotionally pretty hard for them uh, to to go through this transition. School is different. Uh, the way you, you go to school is different. Uh, the food you eat at school is different. Um, I mean, everything, books are different, right? Like the, the books at school are different. So um, the requirements at school are different. And uh, both of my uh, my girls, uh, they attended the elementary school back, back in our country. So they got into certain habits of how things are done there, what are the requirements. And here, not only the language is different, but the whole process is different. So... That was definitely, definitely a challenging transition. Uh, but I keep saying, as long as we all have each other, you know, and we all can like cry to each other, <laughs> complain to each other, you know, talk about that. And we as parents can just understand that it's hard for kids because we can fall into that hole of, um, hey, we're in the new country and we're busy with, setting the family up here right and and like finding your place to work and and taking care of the house and all those everyday chores that are um that were all um happening already by default back in your country because you had everything there right 
So there are so many things happening when you move that you might not have enough of time to pay attention to your kids and and pay attention to how they feel just because you don't have time because you're also a human being and because you need to make sure they have food and, and you buy things that to have in the house, right? That all takes time. So um, we, we just need to remember about that, that, that we need to find time to pay attention to those things that might feel small for us, but they're huge for kids. Wow, Valeria, thank you so much for sharing. Um, I did not know your kids went through so much, but I think you are doing the right things, as you said, you know, keeping that channel, communication channel open, having empathy for each other and giving that shoulder to each other, right? Um, so that's amazing. I hope now kids are well-adjusted and they are doing well and they do have friends. Um, I think definitely over the time, right, things do get better. Uh, but did your kids ask you, uh, why did you move across the continents? Well, yeah, they ask, but I think we are pretty open with them overall why we, we did that. We do have those conversations in the family just overall, like, as they naturally occur, not that we would sit specifically and say, okay, kids, you now have to listen, but just as part of the everyday life, wherever it's appropriate, uh, we would talk about that, and we would talk about pros and cons of living in, in both countries, right? What were the good things that were happening and, and we had there? And what were the bad things? Why, why, why we wanted to go away? And, and, and same for this country. What are the great things that we have here? And what are some of the things that we might not like that much? But how do we balance between those? How do you make your choices? So we, we overall are pretty open to, to talk to them about it. Um, and as we were talking about the, the, the differences, um, I keep giving them an example because, again, like each of us kids and parents, we have our own perspective, right, from from the height of our own needs, like we, we know, or like our own responsibilities. So, uh, but the other party wouldn't understand often, like kids wouldn't understand, oh, parents don't pay attention to me. Well, we would love to pay attention to you. But again, we have to do a lot of things that take a lot of, of our time. And as we were talking about the, the, the differences in the culture, I, I keep giving the story to my kids so that they also understand that for us grown-ups, it's also a challenge to immigrate and go through that transition. And as an example, when we just moved and it was the first month as we were in the country, I had to sign up my kids for school. So I go to the office, I fill out the paperwork, I bring it back and I'm, and they say, okay, you're all set. We've got everything. So bring your kids on Monday, this time, um, come over to the office and we'll, uh, take them to the, to their classes. And I'm like, well, okay, but what else do I need to do? Like, how, how do we prepare? What do we need to bring? And they're like, no, just maybe bring a backpack and that's it. I'm like, what do you mean? Because back in my country, the process of sending the child to school is so different. You have a long list of things you need to buy, you need to prepare, you need to contribute. Like th there are a lot of things, and I'm not saying what one is better or worse. It's just about it's different. So like even these small things, 
they are different. And that that's a shift for any person. And kids just need to understand that parents have their challenges as well, right? As much as we need to understand that kids have their challenges and we need just to to be more empathetic to, to each other and and uh, to ask ourselves questions, how we can support each other. Because we can definitely go into our own world and say, okay, like, I'm not getting what I want from parents or parents. We are not getting what we want from kids and everyone gets mad at each other. But rather than doing that, asking, how can we support each other? What's what's happening in your life? What What are you going through? And just listen a little bit to each other. Anaria, that's a wonderful advice, I think, to both sides, you know, parents as well as teens. So I do believe, like, over the years, your journey is now going smoother. You are more uh, getting assimilated to this culture. Uh, what would you like to say to our listeners who are listening to this podcast? What qualities do they need to have so that they do feel uh, comfortable over the time with this culture where they're raising their kids? Um, we need to be empathetic and flexible. As, as, as we just spoke about it, uh, we need to, to ask ourselves about the experience of everyone else in the family and, um, and, and try to, well, account, it can be maybe too much, but at least listen and at least recognize the fact that everyone else in the family has their own things that they're going through. Um, so just being mindful that you're not the only one. There are those other people in the family um, and that all together, everyone is like a small piece and everyone is bringing into the family something, but also taking something with them. So uh, just being mindful of that, I think something that will help everyone to be more, uh, to live in a more peaceful environment to, to live in a more happy environment, um, giving that support and understanding. That's an awesome message, Valeria. Thank you. Thank you so much for talking to us uh, today and giving your time, sharing your insights with our teens and parents. I'm sure they're uh, learning a lot from this podcast and they're also very grateful to our uh, speakers who are sharing their wisdom. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was my pleasure being with you.